Welcome back to Miserable and Reckless, bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things the South. I'm Logan sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Make sure to follow us on uh, all social media, Facebook, you know, Twitter. Go on and give us five stars and a great review on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, everything. All right, and then go on over to miserable-reckless.com. Check out the blog content. All right, let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Dustin, start us off. All right. Well, the biggest good, or, or I mean, definitely good, but the change of my week is uh, our family got a little bigger this week. We had a, a dog on Sunday. So as I got home from camping this weekend, a puppy was there to, not a puppy, but a two-year-old dog named Phoebe was there to meet me. Uh, it's been great so far. Emmy just loves animals and loves dogs. She has been so excited to have a dog around the house for the past few days. It's been a lot of fun to watch that. They, they've been getting along well. Um, yeah, we don't really have any complaints. She's been a good dog so far. I hope it continues, obviously. But it's been great to have an animal back in your life because it's been a long time since I've had one. Also, I'm now proclaiming that I have the most Southern family in the miserable and reckless universe. Um, Phoebe is from Mississippi, which is the deep South. So that now makes me the most Southern of all the miserable and reckless family in the world. And uh, she has not yet revealed whether she is in the Mike's monologues or the lane train, but I guess we'll find out come football season. Um, my ugly or what? I can't wait for yeah, wait for when we decide which team your dog cheers for from Mississippi. <laughs> we have to find out a way for you to find that out during the Egg Bowl. That would be fun. That's that's a little spoiler for football season for everybody out there. Um, it's got to be one or the other, right? It, you you got to pick a side. So hopefully, hopefully she'll be in for the ride with us. Um, my bad slash ugly slash I hate you is uh, Texas. Um, the Dairy Queens in Texas are doing a promo for the 75th year of Dairy Queen where you can get a dip cone of ice cream for 75 cents, but they're not doing it anywhere else. So Texas hmm. is awful place. I don't know why is that, why is that the only state in the country where the Dairy Queen selling a 75 cent cone for like two weeks? That's awful and ridiculous. And Texas sucks. I guess so adding to the list of states and places that we hate and that and that everybody like is we're, we're just making our market smaller and smaller, but you know what? Don't care. Don't care. Ohio's out, Texas is out, and St. Louis sucks. And I stand by it all. Um <laughs> last thing is uh this past week was the April twelfth. First for Freedom, North Carolina. A little history moment for y'all. Little Halifax County, North Carolina, was where the first document was signed expressing that we wanted to, giving North Carolina permission to uh, declare independence from England. And it was the first such document of its sort. So our little corner of the world in Halifax County, North Carolina, is where when you see those First for Freedom uh, license plates, in, from North Carolina, that's what that's all about. Uh, oddly enough, growing up, they didn't really push that narrative very hard into our schools. Seems silly. Could have just gone down the street and like done the whole history tour. 
But April 12th is a big day in North Carolina history and a big day in Halifax County history. And I don't want anyone, let anyone forget it. So I'm going to use one of my good, bads, and uglies as a history lesson for America. April 12th, cool. 1776, the first people to declare freedom. So. I like it. All right, Morgan. Good, the bad, and the ugly. All right. Well, good. I, uh, been getting a lot better sleep here the last couple of nights, which, which is nice. I'm uh, not waking up as much anymore. Um, bad. Uh, both Bridget and Crystal are sick. I'm hoping it's just allergies because both kids have her allergy problems. So when the weather changes for whatever reason, because God knows that doesn't happen in North Carolina at all. It's not like it's uh-huh. bipolar one week and not the next, but you know. <laughs> um, but both kids are sick. Well, not Brody really, but he's starting to sound like it. So I got that to deal with. And uh, ugly? Well, um, let's see, I, I, I think I, I was, I don't like to talk football much, NFL, but I, I'm going to go football on this one. And the team that I still try to root for, just when you think they just couldn't get any dumber. Yeah, they come out and say, oh, by the way, that's getting, we've been keeping two different books for our financial records, which I don't know if any of y'all follow any accounting 101, but that's a big no no. <laughs> um, as well as underreporting revenue for the other NFL teams and saying that it was not an NFL game, but a concert and they called it they called it juice for for records on their page so I, that's my ugly is just how much worse can it get for this football team <laughs> it, well i would say it can't but clearly well, there's probably some things we don't know about <laughs> i would say is this the straw that breaks the camel back do the owners finally say we're not going to protect you anymore I mean, when you start scamming the uh, the commissioner and also other owners, um, you might have ran yourself out. Yeah, m- money tends to be the thing that pushes people over the edge. Yeah. Didn't they say Al Capone? I guess we're going down history lane today. Didn't they say Al Capone got caught for tax problems? Yep. They couldn't get him from anything but for taxes, and they got him for that. And that's they like, we'll take it. And... Yeah. Tax evasion. All right. Good, then the ugly. Ryan, what you got? Uh, good. I don't talk about this too much because nobody really cares. I'll be honest. But it's so Carolina. No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd say they got know. better. They got better tutors. No. <laughs> uh, um, although I'm not going to have to go take a job as a Carolina tutor. Um, because my job's starting to get a little bit better. Uh, so that's a good for me. I found out the gig that I absolutely hate for reasons that I am not going to talk about because I have multiple gigs. Um, it requires me getting up early and it requires me doing stuff I don't necessarily want to do. And my boss knows it. And he, I had a good conversation with him this afternoon and he basically thanked me for uh, doing what I've been doing for a long period of time. And I appreciated him doing that. And we're coming to an end. And uh, then I get to go on vacation. So I am, I'm happy about that. And I get to go back to doing what I am good at doing and, and what I've been doing all along in the background. 
Um, cool. So hopefully that will write itself. We'll kind of see. And like I said, nobody cares about my work. It's like hearing about your fantasy team. So <laughs> it's a does good that mean, Does that mean you're coming to North Carolina here soon for your project? Uh, yeah, I still have that stuff going on in the background. This is where I try not to talk too much about, gotcha. well, okay. about what I do, but yeah. yeah, still have that stuff going on in the background. But the uh, the uh, stuff that I uh, the work stream, I'll call it, of things that I I, I absolutely are skills that I don't have, want to uh, embellish upon at all for my work. <laughs> they have allowed me to stop doing this, so I appreciated that. So that's a very good thing for me, and it will—I'm sure—will make my wife a lot happier because <laughs> it'll be less miserable for me. Um, the uh, the bad for me um, is directly related to this. It's uh, the bad is that I and the guys were aware of this over the weekend. Um, I got gout because I was so damn stressed out from work that. Uh, um, well, my wife took care of uh, us not eating any meat, so I can't blame that. And uh, I haven't been drinking alcohol, which I comes <laughs> as a surprise to everybody. <laughs> so uh, it's definitely stress and it's definitely my job. But the good news, the silver lining on the bad is that I did find myself a nice little walking <laughs> stick at the general store, which I was very much looking forward to buying in Tennessee. And I was told that... Uh, there would probably be another time where I could buy it. Well, I'll tell you what, the miserable and reckless camping trip you're going to hear all about. I got myself <laughs> a walking stick. So that's the good that came out of my bad gal. And then I didn't necessarily have an ugly, but uh, we'll just leave it at that. Because <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to go long in the other areas. Yeah, so no. <laughs> I like the walking stick. Uh, going to say. <laughs> Great purchase this past weekend. But I literally have a just a good and a bad. Uh, coming into tonight for NC State Baseball, 11 games, 11 wins. You know, that's impressive regardless of who you are. So shout out to the Pac-9 for doing that. The bad being that ESPN uh, released their top 25 for their FPI, as much as I want to echo my brother right now. The eye test is really what matters because the computers are stupid. Because guess what? NC State was unranked on that. And, you know, okay, that's fair. 26, 27, 28. You know, if they're in that, that part of the rankings, that's fine. But guess who they had at 22? The 6 and 7 North Carolina Tar Heels who lost to a South Carolina team who didn't have a quarterback going into that game. And they lost their best quarterback, Tar Heels being there. Um, that they've ever had in their history. But somehow the computers had them at 22nd in the country leading into uh, uh, this upcoming season. The FBI, bullshit. Nothing else to say on that. Ridiculous. The eye test is better. So that's my good and bad. Eye test. Eye test, all always. Bull crap. Bull crap. I just like to shove Mac ground down people's throats. <laughs> Mr. February, coach of the year in the uh, beginning of the year. He wins the offseason and he wins the recruiting battles, but he doesn't win on the football field or very many people's hearts for that matter. Because Carolina, soft as Charmin. And uh, to make this up, I was driving down to pick up uh, Dustin over the weekend. And as I was pulling into his apartment complex, I was hearing Matt tell us all about how he was, how he was winning the offseason, which I appreciated. I got out of the car. And I was listening to Mac Brown in the entire neighborhood while I was waiting for Dustin to come out because I had to switch my shoes because once again, yeah. 
serves you right for listening to what Mac Brown got to say. <laughs> so if you want that picture, America, it's me in an Arlington suburb in an apartment complex with the doors to my Jeep open, <laughs> listening to Mac Brown. Well, gingerly putting on a boot, waiting for my friend to come out with his camping supply. <laughs> it's as glamorous as it sounds. <laughs> Awesome, you had time to make a podcast in between you know Matlock and three o'clock dinner, right? <laughs> hmm. All right, so that's awesome. the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's move into the weekend wrap. Well, so with the weekend wrap up, let's start off with uh, Angle here with the Masters. Angle, you want to you wrap up the Masters for us? Yeah, we went. As is usually the case for some reason with me, we, we, we went away during the Masters. And uh, I usually, for some reason, find myself away, whether it's at a music festival or traveling or something else. So um, once again, kind of listening to it on the way down, got a chance to see it on Wednesday and Thursday. And we kind of talked about it briefly, me and Logan did last week. And then uh, got of checked in a little bit here and there. I, th- I think it was on it, one of the... One of the breweries we went to was on, but of course they sat us upstairs away from the TVs. <laughs> Long ways away from it. <laughs> so, uh, so, and, and nobody wants to listen to Masters Golf, well, at least not on this pod. Nobody wants to listen to Masters Golf on the radio on the drive down, which is completely understandable and reasonable. So as soon as I, uh, as soon as I dropped Dustin off, I was able to listen to a little bit on the way home and then catch the end of it at a local bar here in town and uh long story short is uh pretty much the guy who led from the beginning led all the way through and he led to the end and uh he kind of by the time it's all said and done it was a fun story there for a little bit rory Rory was making a charge on sunday a big charge up the uh ended up in second um i don't want to steal too much of your thunder logan but obviously the thing that i was watching and the thing that i think that people will remember obviously besides the winner, because I want to get to him at the end to give him his proper due, is uh, Rory and Colin Morikawa, who is our U.S. Open champion, um, who's a young gun and kind of fun, um, was playing with Rory and the two of them. Uh, basically, the rest of the field shot for shit, and the two of them, like they had halos around their head or something. They were just gunning each other all the way down the course all day long. And they got to 18, and uh, Rory puts in this ridiculous thing from the from the trap that uh, just rolled and rolled and rolled and rolled and dropped in. And for anybody who knows anything about golf, Rory doesn't make these kind of shots. And when he does, he goes through the, to the moon. You've, you've never seen a guy be happier doing anything in his entire life than when these things fall. And so Colin's up, Colin Markov is up next, who's playing with him. And so he basically has the exact same shot from more or less the opposite side of the hole. And he does almost the exact same thing and it rolls and it drops in too. And you would have thought Tiger Woods had won the Masters with the way they reacted and the way everybody around them had had reacted. Um, Tiger didn't win the Masters. He was, he was, uh, he did play through the weekend, but I don't know. Logan, anything you want to say about the weekend or anything you got a chance to watch? Yeah, I mean, like when you're talking about Rory, the one thing that you didn't mention that I think is important to mention is he actually, uh, tied the course record period yep. like like 64 is what he shot which is incredible like it really is um anytime you shoot like that at augusta and then you tie the long-standing course record it's incredible to even see 
on top of that, like I, I saw the uh, shout out of the bunker that he had. <laughs> Amazing to see. And I loved his reaction. That's modern golf, baby, is what it is. Like the old guys don't like it, but, you know, emotion. I love it. Love to see Tiger. You know, he made the cut. That's awesome to see. Like he's going to play at the open. He is committed to the program the weekend before the open. Like, so that's cool to see as well. Uh, Scotty, the guy that won it, Scotty Scheffler, shout out to him. Young guy, number one in the world. Um, seems like a really good dude. He was freaking out the day before um, the Sunday part of Augusta. Him and his wife were talking about it. And he said, you know, he was like, you know, if I don't win anything the rest of my life, like if I if I never have another good shot in golf, you know, my life will be OK. And it, it kind of puts things in perspective a little bit. But Scotty Scheffler got a shout out to him. Young guy, number one in the world uh, at this point, won the Masters. Very, very impressive weekend. It, it wasn't really even close. This wasn't one of those drama filled weekends. He was like minus 12, I think, is what he uh, finished with. I believe I can't remember that off the top of my head. But, you know, hats off them for getting a green jacket. And to your point, if you shoot the course record <laughs> for all of the players that have ever played the course, you tie it and you lose by a couple strokes. That shows you how dominant Scott Scheffler actually was. I believe yeah. he won four of his last six tournaments. And before that, he had won nothing. So um, tells you everything you need to know about this run that he's having. So yeah. congrats to that dude. Uh, for the rest of his life, he has a green jacket and he has some pretty uh, rare company in that, in that champion's locker room. So. Yeah, the only thing I can say about uh, Scotty Scheffler is I think he's a University of Texas grad, so as always, horns down. <laughs> True. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, it's happy Gilmore said has a gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives us? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just not a. Uh, I'm just not a golf fan. I do. I do appreciate the Masters for what it is, but. Uh, Maybe it's just because I can't golf. <laughs> Neither can I, and I still try. So <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> oh man! So as we talked about uh, last week, we did our first uh, miserable and reckless camping trip this past week, and went up to Misty Mountain Campground right around uh, Crozet, Virginia. And uh, it was quite quite the trip, I'd say. Right, guys? Oh, oh yeah. It was, um, couldn't beat it. It's, uh, pizza was good. We went to this one nice pizza joint, uh, Ubered there and, uh, probably, uh, probably should have paid more attention to, uh, the Uber times going home. <laughs> uh, Dustin, you want to. Let's be fair to us. It was very responsible of us to say, mm-hmm. Hey, we want to go to this place. And have some drinks that we're gonna have taken Uber there. That's what we did. It was available. It took like fifteen mm-hmm. minutes for it to get to us, but it got there. You know, we didn't think, oh, maybe there won't be one on the way back. And little as the Lord would have it, I suppose, we're sitting there in Crozet Pizza, <laughs> ready to wrap things up, kind of looking at us out the side of their eyes, like, hey, you think this table's gonna leave sometime? <laughs> and uh, we're over there on, furiously clicking on our phones. Nope. All the Ubers were in Charlottesville, which makes sense. You know, that that does. It was a t- it's a tiny little town, 
20 minutes outside of Charlottesville. Probably not got a lot of people doing a lot of late night stuff, waiting for, you know, calling up Ubers. But we were. We were at the late night bar, the only table at the late night bar in the small town. (laughs) Yeah, they should have known we were in town. That's on them. (laughs) Say boys came to town. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, we might as well let the world know. We got home. We didn't have to walk. Basically, we went through the restaurant, well, the staff of the restaurant asking for a ride home. For, uh, the, the bartender um, was was kind enough to say, well, my shift ends at midnight, so if it gets down to it, I'll, I'll do it. I'll take you. So we, we had that resounding thing to fall back on. And then uh, from there, question. looking for someone to say yes. I have a question, and this still has remained unresolved, and I think it will for the rest of the time. It was 10 p.m. He was a bartender. He said, when my shift ends at midnight, I'll be happy to drive you home. To me, resident uh, lover of alcohol here, this seems like a a win-win. Sir, I will give you all all of the dollars and cents if you will feed me with alcohol so that then I can get a responsibly driven ride home from you, sir, to my campground. (laughs) I was very confused why we weren't allowed to sit at the bar. I was very confused what he was doing from 10 to midnight. I think he was just perhaps um, giving us the old bless your heart. Hopefully they'll find somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there was a gas station around the corner and it was tempting to just be like, Hey, mister. Would you like to give us a ride home? That was my last <laughs> yeah. case scenario. I was going to be like, hey, worst case, we go over to the BP station across the street and I'd be like, hey, here's 20 bucks. Who wants to drive us four yeah. miles? I mean, worst case, twenty. We got, city worst boy. case, we got Logan the single guy. We could just pimp him out for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> but it is nice, young, strapping gentleman here. He'll do anything you want. Just give us a ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank Thank the Lord. There was a nice young man who was working as a busboy who offered to take us home. And uh, God bless him. Sounds like he's uh, working on getting some stuff together in life. Um, Very nice guy. And clearly a guy who at least cared enough about other people to be like, I see you're in a bad spot. Let me help you out. So, you know, he got us back and all is well with the world. We went on with our night. We went on with bothering our neighbors at the campsite. About 3 a.m. <laughs> so we, we didn't get the nice memo like the nice young man who drove us home. We got the oh, this worked out. Maybe everything else will too. <laughs> oh. It was it was fun when we got back. We uh we attempted to start a fire with wet wood and with no lighter fluid and uh no star logs. No star logs and that was how did uh, it turn out? That it, it didn't work. It didn't work. I um <laughs> I got frustrated because you know obviously trying to start a fire of wet wood or wet ground. <laughs> this wasn't gonna you, happen. You're an eagle scout, right? Correct. Is that yeah, that is accurate. So. so I was frustrated. I should have known better than even try and start a fire with with the uh, environment we were in right there. I knew it wasn't gonna start, but I wanted to at least try. I just stood off to the side and was like, "The eagle scout's got this." <laughs> <laughs> for the record it was wet and it was windy 
at back at the campground. So we had like two bad things going against us on that one, which it's yeah. okay. We, uh, needless to say, we got a fire going really great the next night because it was dry and we had lighter fluid thanks to Angle and a starter log thanks to myself. And uh, I'd say it went pretty well for that part, you know. Yeah, night one, not so much. To, to be fair, I just want to make sure everyone knows we we real camp. It was real camping. It was mm-hmm. tent. Angle was, was sleeping in a hammock. There was no cabins. Basically, there was no cabins. There was no heat. Nope. Had, there was no heated blankets on the ground to lay on, on on off the cold ground. It was just straight. Wrap yourself up. Yeah, wrap yourself yeah, up. Get in your sleeping bag. You know. So it did get down into the end of the mid thirties, which, uh, I was, I was kind of looking to see how my hammock would hold up. It was, it was cold, especially without that fire. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too bad though. I mean, we woke up, I, I when I woke up that first morning, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm nice and toasty in the tent. The, uh, the tents did a good job keeping the cold out. Oh yeah. It was fun. It was fun to see how we'd all set up and see how it'd go. And, I was curious to see how the how the next morning would go and how everyone would be. So Saturday, uh, or, or how we were welcomed by. It. So just set the scene here a little bit. We're sitting here. We pull up this campground. We had to do a couple laps to find our our uh, our spot, and we I don't we just can't read, I guess. And um, so so first of all, we're riding around in circles. So everybody's like red flag, and then second of all. <laughs> We show up and we we're putting tents up, and I'm, we knew we rented a an electric site because we we figured we'd have to have some access to electricity. But it was it was an RV site, so basically it was like a a little bit of a gravel pad, and then there was like the picnic table and the fire pit and some trees. But that also <laughs> meant that pretty much around us, except for a couple of other, there was like a family and somebody else. Everybody was in their RV. Nobody was in a tent. So then red flag number two was we were in a tent. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, on we go from there. The guy across the, the way had his Gonzaga flag hanging out. He was like, oh, red flag number three. This guy pulls <laughs> up in a Jeep with Carolina tags. Oh, his buddy jumps out with the Ducat. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, with the Gonzaga flag, at least we knew not to. Right off the bat, we don't need to ask him for any help because he he's not going to come through. <laughs> uh, uh, to be fair to the gentleman, he was a super nice he man was. from Idaho. He really was, but he but, was awesome. but he he also yeah didn't come through for us when we were freezing over there, um, trying to start a fire in in the wet, windy conditions. So you're actually right, Morgan. And then. Uh, <laughs> Everybody around us was, was kept being like, oh, you know, it's going to be cold tonight, right? Nope. <laughs> Tell me about the kid. Nope. Yeah, some little <laughs> some little husky gentleman rode by on a golf cart. He might be why he was riding on a golf cart because he couldn't walk up the hill. He was, uh, he was riding by and was just like, oh, you, you, you know, I don't even remember what he said. He was making fun of us. The little boy said, you know, it's going to be cold tonight. Yeah. And I was just like, you little jerk yeah we were like Captain. yeah we're we, we have a weather app on our phones we're from the city we check that regularly like thank, thanks captain obvious 
What what gave it away? The the breath coming out of my mouth during the daylight. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah, we made it to the first night. Yeah. How did we do to spend Saturday? Well, I decided we started it off with uh, some tasty home cooked food from a good southern joint and the Waffle House. <laughs> and it actually was good. I, I, I ate every damn bit of it. That it was actually, I mean, I'm always happy with Waffle House. So that was one of the best Waffle House meals I've had. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I was warm and getting food or if it was just because it was that good, but it was good. I think it was both, but it was more the food was good. Uh, Logan didn't join us though. He he, nope. he slept in. <laughs> he slept yeah, in for made, a while. Made us go out of our way to pick up his Chick Fil A lunch. It, we picked it up at noon, which is a good time to walk into Chick Fil A. Saturday. On a Saturday. On, on a Saturday. Waffle <laughs> uh, House okay because wasn't good enough for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I don't have kids waking me up or uh, early morning meetings saying, hey, get up at 4 a.m. <laughs> that time is foreign to me, guys. <laughs> we did Waffle House. We stopped off and we we admired the scenery, which I think is a very responsible and appropriate old person thing to do. Right. We did. Had a scenic mm-hmm. overlook. They had a scenic overlook, and we stopped at it and, and took pictures and, and read the rock, the rock where uh, Ashley, with like an eye, wanted to marry a rich man, something like that. <laughs> it was it that was actually there was a bunch of like nice little notes on the. Apparently, you can sign all these rocks that are out there. Nice little notes like Timmy loves Sherry, and you know all that kind of stuff. And then Billy Bob loves Charlene. Joni loves Chachi Ashley with an I or whoever she was was like I want to marry a rich man the end it's the handle (laughs) hey shout out for her honesty best woman alive Logan you should have been with us responding with I want to marry uh, a poor girl (laughs) I want a girl to think I'm rich (laughs) could have tagged it right next to hers yeah. Like as long as you sign a prenup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what's our what's You're not our, getting half the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's my trailer. <laughs> I should have texted you and asked for the Twitter handle so I could have tagged it on the rock. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> yeah. right next to it. Reckless show. <laughs> yeah, we should have done that. That would have been funny. <laughs> but yeah. You know, once Logan got up and going, we uh we all got ourselves together and uh, went and had some nice wine tasting at a uh, Polo Grounds. <laughs> so, or, or sorry, sorry, UVA point two. No, no that's so not we it. went um, to a very nice winery called was, King Family was. Winery, and <laughs> but it, there, there, there was still us, a winery. <laughs> there were two of us who were satisfied to be there, and two of us who were not. You can guess which two that might be. And then uh, the Duke and Carolina no, were just like, "Ooh, yeah, this is a winery." The state and the I actually liked were like, the, the, "The white wine was actually pretty good." I actually <laughs> had a decent time there. Yeah, I've always said that wineries are for couples and breweries are for single people. So yeah, I was at a winery. <laughs> <laughs> and you had 
you had a hangover too, which is not. An That's true. Situation. You did. You, my head, you were my head was hurting. And I was over there like, oh, look, Polo, we should stay here some more. And Dustin's looking at me like, I could split a bottle. And then we look over <laughs> Logan. And Logan, I'm not Logan went anymore. Logan was ready to go lay down in the car. Yep. Which is foreshadowing for what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. What was one of the things we saw at, at the winery was um, a group of ladies were like laying on the ground on a blanket and had like a little teepee tent i guess they rent it and just had like a little and insta background yeah 80 yeah, percent of them were education ed or uh, uh elementary ed <laughs> oh now now teacher, don't be so teacher, teacher. <laughs> they were just living their life logan they were having a good time living their best They're life why boards, not boards am crack, i right crack, crackers and cheese and <laughs> And buckets of wine. <laughs> I, I will note the, the son of a man wearing a Carolina hat was confused because he was wearing a Carolina hat and a UVA shirt. <laughs> I know they're similar, but they're different. I believe he was wearing a cross-stick, too. <laughs> yeah. So he was just oh, checking he, all the boxes. He definitely probably had a little cross-stick in my car. <laughs> <laughs> he was carrying it. <laughs> I do have one complaint about the winery. I went in there to like get a water, right? You go to any regular bar, whether it's a dive, a brewery, or whatever, there's like, oh yeah, they they either give you a water or they're like, hey, the water cooler is over there. I went in there to the bar and I was like, looked at this fancy ass fucking white woman who said, what do you want? And I was like, could I get a water, please? And she goes, yeah, go to the front where basically de facto the gift shop is and she goes there's that and sodas in there and i was like oh sodas okay so i walked up to the front <laughs> thinking i was gonna get a sprite or at worst a sierra mist i mean if you're on hard times you get a sierra mist i walked up to the front i looked at the sodas could barely read the fucking font that was on the sodas and i was just never heard of this shit so i was just <laughs> like let me here's the bottle this is a water i'll get the water they had a little sign that at least was helpful that said the coldest water is in the front so naturally, I grabbed the one in the front, walked up there, and I was like, okay, I'm not drinking. Can I at least get this water? And she goes, yes, $2, please. And I was like, wineries suck. <laughs> the moral to they don't care about DDs. They really don't. The moral to this story is we showed up and tried to be responsible. And by Saturday afternoon, all, we tried to do the DD thing, Uber. That was a disaster. We tried to get water when it was appropriate to be, you know, drinking water at a winery and pacing ourselves. So that didn't work. I mean, it was just, it just, it just seems like this town was built for the reckless part. Yeah. <laughs> and Logan was the miserable part. Yep. <laughs> hey, look, you went into the bathroom and then you saw that they had kicked over the uh, toilet paper handle that just like, held the toilet paper in place. So you had to set it on top of the handicap little railing. <laughs> Yeah, and part of a pizza in the urinal. Somebody Go probably ahead. went some some UVA grad probably went in there and was like looked at it and they're like, oh damn, Virginia Tech got another recruit and then kicked it over. <laughs> but you know, we got what well, we got done with there, and then we went to um the Blue Mountain Brewery, right? Yep. And that's yep. where Logan was just like, I can't take it anymore. I've got to go lay down. 
Yeah, the Three music was loud. The, the lights asleep. were bright. I needed a nap. And he <laughs> and, he, and it worked for him too because he he became pretty. Uh, he came back to life after that nap. I was alive and ready to party after that. <laughs> but you missed well, out. I think uh, some some decent food. I, I mean, I thought the, the wings and the chili was pretty pretty good. What do you think, uh, Dustin? Uh, yes. Uh, in particular, their chili is pretty good. I was surprised by that. It, it being a kind of chilly day, uh, mm-hmm. um, I uh, I decided to go with something a little bit warmer than I normally would, and I thought it was good. It's a great spot. Blue Mountain is is like the brewery version of a winery. It has like they set it in a specific spot so that it would have good views. They set up the place so that you could see those views, and then kind of spread out mm-hmm. and drink your drinks. And, you know, and they also have pretty decent food. So, yeah, we spent a while there kind of getting loaded yeah. in the space, just kind of hanging out. I think, yeah, yeah. I think each time we just we were thinking about getting ready to leave, like, you know what? Logan could use just a little, a little bit longer <laughs> yeah, than that. Logan could use 30 every, more minutes. I'm like, Dustin, I think we could drink another beer. You want, you want another beer? Yeah, let's get another beer, man. <laughs> they, started, they started giving you guys beers after a while. They did. Yeah. The waitress even gave crackers to give to me when you got back to the Jeep. <laughs> yep. She was like, he's oh. going to need these. She felt terrible for you. She goes, is he genuinely, is he okay? Well, she's feeding <laughs> you guys extra beers. He said, oh, he's young. He's just learning. He, so I said, can I have a to-go water for our, for our casualty? Oh, she brought you a water. She brought you crackers. I mean, you had ibuprofen <laughs> in the car. We were, we were, you, you were good to go. The amount of people that, like, while I was napping in the uh, passenger seat of your Jeep, that walked around and I heard them talking, and they were just, like, getting in cars left and right and leaving. They were all standing outside talking for God knows how long. I was just like, they probably saw me there, and they're like, who is this homeless man that broke into this man's <laughs> Grand Cherokee? You, you should have, like, opened the window, rolled down the window or something, just given, like, the old grumpy man look. Like, I'm trying to take a nap in here. Yeah. They're like, you're too damn loud. <laughs> get off get away from my car to be fair part of the reason why i thought the nap would work out well is because of the way the car was parked the sun was going to set right over the hills so you're going to get that late afternoon sleepy sun yeah streaming in through the windshield well i just took my glasses off and pulled my hat over my head like i was in a hammock and was just like was out <laughs> <laughs> so blue moon uh, blue mountain was cool we had some good conversation there yeah and we did we got the four of us back to life after that and you, who wants to morgan where where where'd we end up next what is it well we went back to the uh the campsite first for a few minutes and then um didn't we or did we go directly to uh the next place i, I think we went I'm, to a gas station where i continued my diet of a five-year-old because i ate two double-decker <laughs> oatmeal cream pies the day before and then i yep. ate a reese's pieces cookie the next day without eating lunch. <laughs> so I had the diet of a five-year-old who just only wanted sweets. And then we ended up at probably one of the coolest breweries I've been to, yeah. of which pro. I came alive and was ready to rock and roll like a fucking rock star. And that's what I pro did. Pro Reynada? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that place was Which, packed. So from the street, you you wouldn't think it's mm-hmm. uh, seeing it from the road. You wouldn't see it thing as as large as it was. But was as we pulled around back, uh, the parking lot just went further and further, and almost no parking spots. We were like, oh, okay, um, there's a lot of people here. 
Much like a mullet, the party was in the back. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> but as we yeah. got inside, it was, um, you know, they had a band setting up on stage. It looked like a good crowd in there. And uh, the lines for beer was uh, pretty quick, actually. I don't think we had to wait very long for any beer. And then uh, apparently so there was a, 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 I guess what, a, a, a formal or a UVA get together or yeah. something going on in the back. I, I talked to a couple of them. There was a UVA uh, like frat sorority mixer formal thing. So yeah, they and were like, a- they were filtering in and out because they were in uh they were in event space, like the, the private space, but then they were yeah. like coming in and out of the brewery some. Yeah. And uh, we were just like, what is happening here? What is this? It also these tells you how much older up. you are. <laughs> yeah. We were just looking at the, we were just like, who are these children? Right. I'm 28 and I said the same thing. I was like, these people look too young. And then, but at the same time, I have a, a warning for America. If you have children, especially a daughter, don't send them to Charlottesville because these girls were not dressed appropriately for their age. So if you have a daughter, you don't want them going to UVA. Just say it. You have a son, I you don't, I and you don't like bow ties, don't send them there either. So UVA kind of sucks. I, I didn't need to see that to, to know not to send my kids to UVA. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to, unfortunately, take bets on how many of those, uh, how many of those kids that we saw who really, I mean, we were all concerned. We were like, who is letting these kids drink underage? Again, trying to be responsible. There's a thread here, America. Trying to be responsible about the underage drinking that was clearly going on in the event slash church space or whatever was like attached to the brewery. And when they were walking by and we were trying to figure out like, okay, there's no way their parents, because some of us are parents, there's no way their parents let them leave the house like that. So what were they wearing beforehand? So I'd also like to give a warning to American parents about like, they're selling dresses nowadays that apparently zip off like and and they take you know like they, they just cut off 20 inches or perhaps your kids are changing in the car i don't know but frankly none of the guys knew how to dress either we saw some guys they were in some weird looking stuff there so. was one with a turtleneck and a uh and a gold chain if you <laughs> are a stoolie out there like myself imagine rough and rowdy big cat who's wearing a blazer with a uh turtleneck and a chain with sunglasses but they're not doing it ironically that's what this kid was dressed like. Yeah. Or like, he was dressed like The Rock, if you Google the picture of The Rock in a turtleneck. He was yeah, dressed like God. Uh, but <laughs> he didn't have the fanny pack, can't confirm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the band was all right. We got to watch the race. The race no, was all- the band sucked, yeah. let's be honest. The band yeah. sucked. I was like, trying to be nice. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be nice because the band sucked. Like, the lady that was the lead singer was a teacher, and nobody gave a flying fuck about her stories about her and her class. Nobody cared. She, she, she was trying to be funny with the crowd. And she was just not funny. It's like going no. to a stand-up show, and the guy is like, it's crickets. He's like, oh, what's up with airline food? <laughs> like, nobody gave a fuck. So that's what <laughs> that lady was like. Yeah. But, but And then her husband, who was the lead, uh, the lead guitarist, he had like seven different voices he sang in. Like you, you didn't know where this guy stood. Was he jam bandy fish? Was he Chris Stapleton wannabe? Was he country? Nobody knows because he has I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't for life for me figure out what what direction he was trying to go. Yeah, and th- she brought her sister up on stage, 
and her sister was too cool for school. Must have been yeah. Sunny on Planet Cool because she was wearing sunglasses at night while sitting there <laughs> on the stage playing the acoustic guitar. And as someone who plays the acoustic guitar, it doesn't take that much skill to play it. So you don't have to sit there and be like your Eric Church and you're like singing at the leading the band. Like, come well, on, you know, come on here, she, sweetheart. You're not that talented. Got, maybe she got done listening to Corey Hart was wearing her sunglasses <laughs> at night. Maybe so. She was maybe Johnson, Johnson City. So before we, when we go to Johnson City, Tennessee, uh, and we go there for our next camping trip. Everybody remember to bring your sunglasses because that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, she definitely she she definitely gave off a vibe of like I'm cooler than you, but but I'm not gonna let you know. Yeah, and this is my last comment on the band. They decided they were gonna play their edgy song, and they're probably about ten years behind what's actually edgy, <laughs> considering that she's a second grade English teacher. Again, who gives a fuck about your? professional stories she said like i she annoyed me i don't know why but she did she rubbed me the wrong way she, they got to sit in there they're like Is it, who likes to drink and everybody's like because you're at a brewery of course and then they're Not like me. who likes to smoke weed like okay like if this was 10 years ago that might have been a little edgy but then they they sang their weed song i'm like come on casey Musgraves did this 12 years ago <laughs> Uh, that's my commentary on the band that was not terrible but not good we had a race to watch but I just didn't pay much attention to them they were background noise (laughs) but during the race Chase was a thief because we started chanting that (laughs) (laughs) Chase yeah it was funny we were in Virginia and I thought and the race is in Virginia and you thought you might have I don't know Somebody at the entire bar of a hundred and something odd people give a shit about it. And people are looking at us like, why are you, why are you chanting? Why are you, well, there's a, there's a thing on the, on the TV up there. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back to listening to the band's thing about being weird, which is one of their songs. <laughs> yeah. We're weird. Got it. <laughs> so I thought so they were all right. Their second, TV. their second set was all right. But yeah. Be clear, they're not the house band, America. We're spending a lot of time on the band here. They don't play there all the time. Don't let that deter you from going there. No, the brewer is awesome. Yeah. Minus the, the people that were frequenting it, the band. And the- <laughs> but if you have a kid in elementary school around Crozet, I might would recommend private school. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> still dying or it being something on planet cool <laughs> um when we we got the nachos from pop's kitchen so that was the the kitchen within the brewery thoughts on the nachos normal nachos you know not bad they were they were good the barbecue was solid for virginia i've never heard of virginia was- being known for pork so I got to give them a little bit of credit for that. Yeah, they were decent. They were, they were decent um, yeah. nachos. Yeah, definitely had, for after drinking all all evening, they're definitely they definitely have the spot. I thought. Yeah, considering I'd eaten a little bit of crackers and a Reese's Pieces cookie, the nachos <laughs> were pretty damn good. So I was not opposed to them. I was very much like, "Thank you. This is this is good." And they also had pizza, but we literally were 
uh, had we ate, sat at Crozet Pizza and ate pizza mm-hmm. like four. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and that you know, I think we stayed there for quite a bit, and then when we got back to the uh, the campsite, that's when second time's a charm. We got the campfire going and uh, got the music out, put it on the little Bluetooth speaker, and hung around the campfire and drank drank some beers for a while. And Angle got to have his first red hot dog. Oh yeah. Almost forgot about that. Yeah. While we were playing some Morgan Whalen. Yeah. Angle, you wanna <laughs> Angle, you wanna tell him about your experience with your first hot dog? Yeah, I was gonna kind of like sweep it under the rug while we were there. So if you remember my question about um and my wife scolded me because apparently I didn't say this the right way. I've had red hot dogs before. That's why I asked you if these were the spicy one. Because I thought we were getting the spicy one. So I'm he was sorry like, Are these the red hots? And we were like, No, it's a red hot dog. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't want to ruin it while we were on the campfire because we were all sitting there having a good time. But I was like thinking in my head, like, well, I've had these at the racetrack before. Why did they make such a big deal about this? <laughs> Cause I was about halfway through it and I was like, Well, when does it when does it get spicy? <laughs> oh my god. So uh I had them. And it was cool because we got the uh, we got the, the little pitchforks or whatever they're called, the little sticks to, to grill them on. Although I don't know where they came from. You all pulled those out of nowhere. And I can tell you that there was no refrigeration with the exception of uh, the weather <laughs> at the campsite. So it was a move of solidarity. It was in the 30s at night. It was a move of solidarity for all four of us to uh, try the red hot dogs. <laughs> and, we, and, we, and we got them a little black on them. That means you cooked them good. And oh, yeah. Yeah. About it. I, I will say as context, like I, I just bought a brand new Ozark Trail backpack cooler and they had been sitting in the cooler in the ice slash half melted ice for a day and a half or so. Everybody's <laughs> like, are these still good? I'm like, yes. I was like, would you trust it in a Yeti? It's Ozark Trail. Same thing. I was like, so I reached in there. Some of the ice was still there. It was freezing cold. It was colder than the 30 degree weather we were in. So I was just like, these hot dogs are good. I was like, I'll eat them right now. And you'll see. And everybody's like, well, it won't bother you now. It'll bother you tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, in the middle of night. I was fine. So shout out, but still no free shout outs to uh, Ozark Trail. Give us a sponsorship. You kept your hot dogs cold. And Jesse James hot dogs. Did anybody get sick? Because I didn't. I did not. No. No. I was good. Yeah. So we learned something this weekend by not being responsible, but kind of being responsible about keeping them where they're supposed to be, which is that hot dogs are just fine a day and a half in your camping trip, no matter what. And don't do us when you get sick. Well, <laughs> no matter what means when you purchase an Ozark Trail cooler and keep it full of ice and you put it in that, that's the no matter what. And and in the same weather we had. In please, the same please, we please sponsor us. Yeah, no free shout outs. <laughs> But overall, I think, you know, it was, it was a great, great camping trip. You know, had great times both nights, but, you know, both nights were really interesting. Um, and the next morning, you know, we got up, cleaned up, disposed of things that we needed to and disposed of things on certain ways we shouldn't have. And uh, packed up the cars and... um Decided to grab one last lovely taste of Crozet uh, 
food and uh i think that'll lead us right into our uh southern spotlight well, one thing before we get into the southern spotlight that was, was funny to me that i haven't said to any of you guys yet was i don't get up as early as you guys do like on the weekends i'm just like i sleep in because you know why would i get up but that next morning all you guys were up morgan's tent was packed up and he was ready to roll angle had already pulled his tent down I was staying in a tent with my brother who has a kick. So he gets up early. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just dead asleep. Don't hear anything. The first thing I wake up to hear after the uh, top of the tarp of the rain guard had been pulled off, Dustin was like, Angle was like, is he going to wake up? And Dustin was like, well, I took the spikes out of the tent. And I didn't do that to be passive aggressive, but I'm trying not <laughs> to wake him up. <laughs> and that's the first thing I hear. And I was like, oh. Get up, Logan. <laughs> I think you're the only person who set your alarm this weekend. Well, no, I didn't your set it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't set it. Those are my like normal alarms. I have like eight for the week for me to be able to get up to get to work on halfway on time. Well, Logan, the only thing I tell you is if you would like to switch your waking up schedule, have have a kid or two. That will. Uh... <laughs> I'll change it up for you. I'm going to kick that can down the road, Morgan. <laughs> Trust me. Now, I did sleep in a little bit on Saturday. That was nice. I, I finally got up and moving, I think, a little bit. I think it was definitely after 7.30, which uh, is not – I don't think I've slept in that that long in a long time. Ooh, so that's actually that sounds rough nice. to me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm usually a five five thirty kind of guy. Ooh. I normally, if I wake up at that time, I pee and then I go back to bed. <laughs> must be nice. six more hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, like Morgan said, we had a uh, one last dalliance with the town of Crozet. So yeah, we wanted to see what the town had to offer for their breakfast. So, Dustin, you want to start us off on this one? Since you had yeah, such well, amazing food. Yeah, well, we we did it pretty much right all weekend. And we thought we were on a... We couldn't go wrong, I guess, is what we felt like. So we Top went, we said, all right, what are our options for breakfast? We had like two on a list. <clears throat> we had another one suggested to us. There's a fancy little grocery store down the street. And they were like, oh, that place is great. You should go and get a sandwich for breakfast there. So we started, oh, should we do this? Nah, let's go to this diner. Let's go to the little diner called the Whistle, what is it? The Whistle Stop Grill. And, you know, you, you show up. One, it's next to a barbershop. Not just any barbershop, a modern barbershop. I don't really know what that means, but it was a modern barbershop. They closed, they have, they have old school closed days. They're closed on Sunday and Wednesday, which is what the old school barbers did. But anyway, um, so we get, we get there, we sit down. It's definitely a hometown place. It's got a lot of fireman stuff, local stuff. We look over in the corner, Dale Earnhardt smiling at us with a seven Winston cups. We, we go by the bathroom. There's a signed picture of Brett Favre and the owner. We're yeah. like, all right, this place is kind of our kind of place. We just get a biscuit and some eggs and we'll be on our way. Got old pictures of the town up all over the walls and yeah, history antiques, of the town. antiques everywhere. Okay, yeah. nice southern nice little southern spot to get some southern brec- cooked breakfast, you know. We were mistaken. Can I go back for a second? Because 
there was for a split second at the campfire before we get into this place. A, there was a split second because now maybe they told us this because they thought we were city boys, but they said, you know, there is a fancy deli down the thing. And I remember my thought process on Sunday morning was if none of us have to get out of here right away and we've done a good job cleaning up, why don't we go sit down somewhere together and have a conversation and, 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 and enjoy the, the time that we have together. And I think we can do this around an old home cooked meal as opposed to just going and getting something from a deli counter. Big mistake. <laughs> Could have done it. They they gave us good whoever it was gave us good advice. Because so we you know, we good menu is a very affordable menu. Um almost all of us ordered like an omelet or and some version of an omelet, a biscuit and you know, hash browns. Normal um, things that you get at a breakfast place. Eggs, yeah. coffee. Eggs, yeah, coffee, like the whole deal. Started out okay, you know, we got our coffee, we got our water, food started coming out. They brought out uh, Angle and Morgan's food, and then they were like, hey, me and my brother, yours would be right out, right behind it. And so we were like, no problem, sure. A few minutes later, they come walking over to the table. Young lady goes to, like, sit it down. The whole thing just tips over. And I'm sitting there, like, trying to grab it and save her, save her from dropping the food I'm about to eat on the floor. <laughs> At least your food, because let's not, like, be where we don't want to set the scene here. Here's this chick that is a diner waitress that walks over to the table, and she is about to nonchalantly set the t- uh, the tr- tray down. But it was, like in, it was, like, in slow motion, right? Like, imagine you film it on your iPhone 13 and then you set the slow-mo setting. That's what it was like. She, like, moves her hand over that slow and then just suddenly lets, like, turns it and lets it all fall. It looks like she just didn't care. It's it's like she almost didn't even try to, like, stop. She's like, oh, no, what happened? Uh." Exactly. And the only thing I felt bad about, the only thing was when she did that, I I went full on Chris Berman. I was like, whoop! (laughs) <laughs> when she dropped it. <laughs> that might have been a mistake. Might have been. In hindsight, <laughs> that might not have been a prudent thing at that let's, juncture. Let's let's add a few other things in here first. She we all we got a cup of coffee. Never got a refill. <laughs> yeah, ever. One cup. <laughs> uh, she never once brought silverware. Well, I mean that's like we had Until to we ask asked. for it. We had to beg you for know. it. We didn't even have to ask. We had to ask. And now more. there's four of us and she brings three. <laughs> a silverware. Doesn't even count. It's like she just grabbed her hand in a box in a box blindfolded and was like, yeah, this will work. And never once did she even really I don't even know if she really was like really sorry. Like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. I'm so sorry. I'll get this taken care of. <laughs> she just kind of like had that look on her face and she didn't say anything, it was like, yeah, well, I guess that happened. I'm She's going like, about my day now. <laughs> She's like, not my fucking problem. This chick literally, <laughs> if I'm if I'd like Again, she did not give a fuck. She did. She I just think walked she had over some and shit going on, it. and I felt bad for her about that. Well, I said that either she had a really bad day, or she was high as a. I'm not going to say what I was going to say because it's not appropriate even for this podcast. She was high as hell. Put it that way, because high that, as a kite. Yeah, like there. I think she was stoned. Personal. I really do. <laughs> it, there, there was something <laughs> going on. Because the young lady, uh, we we were actually 
I guess it doesn't sound like it at this point. We're actually fairly gentlemanly about it, being like, look, it's okay. We understand. Yeah. Not a big deal. Remake the food. It's going to be okay. I mean, so I was trying to help her clean the plate off the floor at one point. Yeah, we were like picking stuff up. It, it was fine. We were kind of laughing at the situation. We weren't really like mad at her, but we, like we were point. like, but context being like, I was starting to laugh being like, my my wife was sick while I was like, she started to get sick while I was gone. I was getting a dog that day, most likely. And um, I was just like, what kind of shit show am I going to be walking into? <laughs> from being on a camping trip. And then this like was the beginning of the end of the trip, meaning like this was the, the journey home. And I was like, this doesn't bode well. No. So, <laughs> if this is a sign for what the rest of the day is going to be, I'm in big trouble. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. so that really was like the, like we chuckled about that being like, is this what the week, is it over? Is the trip done? And like, this is the next chapter. We've turned the, we've closed the book and we started the new one. And we're just sort of like, here we go. And it certainly, it was not, my day wasn't that bad, but the rest of the experience wasn't great. Cause it did bring out our food, but they, they brought, it took them a while. For some of us. It, well, they brought out mine and Logan's food. Well, partially um, again. <laughs> but they didn't break, they forgot the biscuit. And when I tried to ask for it, like just, she walked away. And, <laughs> and then when, uh, in Angle's original order, he ordered he ordered uh-huh. like two two things, an omelet and something else, a bagel. And they got the bagel, but he didn't get the omelet. He's still waiting on the omelet. They didn't bring that out to the table at all. To this day. Although we did pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a better man than me because I would have raised yeah, I would that little place. For that. I would have been like, hell no, I'm not paying this $7.95 for that omelet I didn't get. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It wasn't on my bill, so not my battle but the but best part we, go ahead but 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 like just kind of close the loop on the the restaurant then we get to the counter and we got the, the check and they're like oh the check's not right like the amounts aren't right so then they had to get like three people over there to figure out how to fix the check <laughs> and i'm just like i'm starting to be like this is just outrageous it, yes, the, she- living in northern virginia DC area was starting to get to me and being like these people are are not I can't handle being around them right now by the time I got up there mine and Logan's were the last two meals left I was like put it all on one let's go let's go and then I was like I got cash let's get this done I'm getting out of here (laughs) I was I was just done with them at that point when I I was the first one to pay and I went and handed it to her and she looked a little confused I was like I had blah 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 and blah 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 and she goes you could just see the look on her face, like, oh, oh, and they she called the cook over and they both looked at and like she wrote up other tickets wrong. Apparently, un- unfortunately, our waitress was had been writing up tickets all wrong and charging people wrong, uh, for quite some time. And so, I had we had to sit there and listen to him talk about some some chili dog or hot dog that she wrote up wrong, uh, huh. another time. I was like, I, not, I not my relevant head, to me, yeah, right head, like, I, I don't care that, yeah, I don't care that she did something wrong. Or what she did wrong a, a day ago. Like, I had a coffee and an omelet. Here's my card. I don't see where the difficulty in this transaction. Yeah. Um, and at that point, my day is over. My fun trip is done. I have to get in the car, drive several hours to get home. Like, that was not, you know, if that was the first place you stopped, you kind of could write it off and be like, ah, 
bad choice. You don't want to do it on the last. Yeah. And, and there we were. The best part about this broad was she walks over there to us and literally as she hands the, all the checks to us, she doesn't look at us and she sets them on the table kind of nonchalantly and she almost dropped those two. It was almost just like the omelets. Like this chick did not give a shit about anything. She just walks over and just doesn't look at it. She's like, and I, I couldn't chalk that up whether or not she was embarrassed about how it went down or she just didn't care. And I, at this point, after hindsight, I just think she didn't care. <laughs> she could have been struggling with, you know, depth perception too, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, get some glasses, because so, so do I. So. <laughs> I would put, down the, put, put down the devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah. So I have, before we move too far on, I was dying laughing reading some of these reviews to my wife. I can't encourage you enough to please go read the inconsistent reviews. And I'm specifically on Google reviews for the Whistle Stop Grill in Crozet, Virginia, which is our official Southern Spotlight this week. Here's one. This person, local guide to Crozet. So they've been to all six places. Um, three weeks ago, left it three stars because you can't leave it two and a half. Says I've been here twice now. And all in all, it's been inconsistent with the food. The chicken bagel was delicious. The baked apples are to die for. Other than that, I make better food at home, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the next one. That was by John John. The next person down is Earl Bob, 2050. So I guess he's running for, uh, for office soon. This is from five days ago. And if you do the math, it's from the day we were there. Oh, my God. Five stars. Old school greasy spoon food. And if you leave hungry, it's your fault. Huge portions. Our waitress was a hoot and super friendly. Well, our waitress was a hoot. And I can tell you what, it was also her damn fault I left hungry. (laughs) Yeah. She didn't bring the food. (laughs) And the food she brought, she dropped on the floor. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I got my, uh, mine and um, what was it? It was. uh, Just a regular omelet. The regular omelet, but it, it looked like it was like one egg, and they just made it as I mean, it, it, the omelet was thinner than a piece of paper. <laughs> they were sitting there slicing it, and it looked like they put a, put a piece of American cheese in it as soon as it came off. I was like, what, what the heck is this? And then the home fries, they were like these, these big blocks, <laughs> barely cooked. With And I said, yeah, I'm going to get some onions on it. I'm thinking I'm going to get some diced up home fries or some diced up onions on it or something. And it's like these chunks of onions. It's like they just cut an onion in half and laid it on top of the, the home fries. <laughs> like, what is uh, okay? So I'm just sitting there, kind of like, with no no silverware, just like picking up a piece of onion and eating it. Like, mmm, yummy. <laughs> Not even a fried one. Not even an onion ring. Just straight up. No, I just. <laughs> she asked you, "Do you want your home fries with onions?" You said yes. Yes, I'm thinking I'm going to get them a, a different way than the way they brought them. And it's like they were making the food for, you know, my kid in his daycare. So there's big, you know, so made just a way so no one choke on it. Your omelet. I'm glad I didn't get an omelet because your omelet looked like somebody took a egg McMuffin and steamrolled it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then the thing, be thankful, guys, you didn't have your biscuit because that. Oh my god. The, you, you touch it and the damn thing just falls apart. <laughs> damn dry Sir, and I, hard. I watched you try to eat it. It was 
I, I gave up. If you saw, I, I gave up. I was like, I'm, this isn't happening. <laughs> Luckily, I wasn't that hungry. The the best part was with mine and Dustin's suit was we had the exact same order. It was a Western omelet with uh, home fries and a biscuit. It was literally the most expensive thing on the menu. So in most restaurants, they're like, oh, yeah, these guys ordered the most expensive dish we had. We're going to bring <laughs> it to them and we're going to make sure they enjoy it. This bitch brings it and drops it on the fucking floor. <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't need a whole big to do about it. I just needed it to be remade and brought out and like maybe just acknowledge, hey guys, I'm sorry, sorry about that. It's all good. <laughs> she could, she and then we would have been like, hey, it. it's cool. It wouldn't have been, a, it, it really would have been fine, but it didn't go, did not go that way. Yeah. So. Cause I, nobody got even a refill of water. <laughs> it wasn't even just uh-huh. the, it, it wasn't even just the coffee. Like, it's one thing. We can go to Sheets and get a coffee. But, you know, after drinking a cup of coffee, America knows that you get a little dehydrated. You need some water to, like, rehydrate before you dehydrate again with the coffee. And we didn't get a refill on any of that. Like I said. And just in case anyone out there listening is wondering, well, maybe the place was just busy. No, it was not. <laughs> there are a lot of empty tables. And this woman had nothing to do but serve our table. I don't know what she was doing outside of that because when uh, other than when she came to our table and dropped shit on the floor, I never <laughs> saw her out there. So, I don't she know. She was behind the counter, like counting stuff, <laughs> counting her yeah. minutes till she got to leave. I mean, I felt like we were inconveniencing her by being there. <laughs> the funniest part for me, ah, customers. This, uh. <laughs> the funniest part for me of this whole thing, I, I and I hope America gets this and if you've listened this far hopefully you understand this and crack up at this this was the last thing we did on our trip okay it wasn't like we were texting each other all the way home like make sure you uh you uh this is great content for the pod make sure you just make a bullet list of all the gripes and complaints we have no literally we got home everybody said like great trip guys everybody made it home safe there was a couple exchanges about that i think there was one exchange about rory and then yesterday, it was like, hey, by the way, wouldn't it be funny if we made the restaurant the Southern Spotlight? <laughs> there was nothing else that was really said. And all of this groundswell of negativity came out just naturally. Well, to be fair, Morgan's asking if you've gotten your omelet yet every day this week. I <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it's right. It's right next to the berries, uh, biscuits. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, hopefully, the young lady uh, is doing fine, and hopefully, she uh, is not having a bad day today. Well, I have some advice for her: lay off marijuana. Like seriously, <laughs> you don't have to show up to work high. If you want to smoke weed, smoke weed when you get off of your day shift at the diner. All right. Like the, some of us want our Western omelets without having to have a taste of grime from your fucking floor. All right. <laughs> you just you just can't appreciate being served by Casey Musgraves. Can you? <laughs> she told me to follow my arrow wherever it goes. My arrow is ready to complain about my omelet being dropped on the floor. So. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So, just to kind of put a pin in all of this, all, all the places we talked about, I think everybody was pretty satisfied with, all in all. 
except for the, the the boys. Half the boys hate the winery. Everybody hated Whistle Stop, but everything else is pretty satisfactory. So if you're looking for the middle one reckless guide to Crozet, Virginia, there you go, America. Would we go back? I thought yeah. the campground was awesome. I'd go back. Yeah, I'd go back for I would, sure. I would camp there and or do their their cabin. Is it like Crozet Pizza, Misty Mountain mm-hmm. Campground, King Family think- Winery, Blue Mountain? Renata Hot Kitchen. Waffle definitely House. will go back. I'd definitely gonna bring good a stuff. Uh, beautiful scenery. And even the people camping. Were, even the people who were camping around, to be honest, were either gracious or they were blessfully naive. <laughs> either way, they were super nice. Everybody was very nice except for like that one kid who was trying to make fun of us for it being cold. But <laughs> outside of that. Yeah, I definitely look forward to going back. Fun time. This uh, concludes miserable and reckless camping weekend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Next year, America. Bring my totem pole, a.k.a. my walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for this episode of Miserable and Reckless, I'm Logan sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Ryan sitting here with his walking stick for those that are not on YouTube. So <clears throat> I would say that he enjoys that walking stick, but we'll <laughs> see you next time. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>